What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Do Your Crap podcast. We have a special guest with us today, Amy Jo Mathias. Did I say that right? Matthias. That's Matthias. Okay. Oh my heck. In my head, I like said it 50 different ways. And then I'm like, I didn't even no, go for this with her. <laughs> it's All one right. of those names. Oh, I love it. Well, we're, she is so like her energy is so good. You guys, we were just chatting before this and getting a feel for her story. And I was understanding more about what she does. And I am just so excited to dig into everything with her. She's a career coach. Uh, she's the founder and CEO of the Pavo Navigate of Pavo Navigation Coaching, and I actually want her to share the story behind that too because it's really neat. But she has so much experience behind her. She has been through all walks of life, worn many hats. So, Amy, Joe, I just want to turn it over to you for a sec. Can we just really dig into your story first? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Give them a feel for who you are, um, what you're yeah. and then we can go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that kind intro. It's really nice. Um, fun to hear yourself described as having good energy. So thank right? you. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, my background is rich and diverse. And, you know, it's funny, um, talk about limiting beliefs and what gets in your way, like, one of the stories that we all learn growing up is that like, choose a career, have that career, stick with that career, build that resume, step A leads to step B leads to step C. And everybody thinks like, that's what we should all have. And if you yeah. diverge or if you don't have it, or if like you get knocked off for some reason, we go, oh my God, what's gonna look like on my resume? <laughs> and I used to feel that way about my past, about my, um my journey that I've been on, but I'm now retelling that story. I've been retelling it for a while. And so um, now it really, it feels authentic. Like yeah. I really do believe it. And I am proud of the journey that I've been on. It's given me all of the wisdom and knowledge that I have now so that I can call myself with every credibility an expert yeah. And um, so the journey is I was in international development for a while. Um, you know, I think the, the crux of my story is I wanted to make the world better. As corny as that sounds, that has always been my driving passion. Like, yeah. how can we, we could do better, folks. How can we make this better, right? I love it. And so that led me into international development. And then from there, 
Um, I went to graduate school and I, um, I'm a biblical scholar. I was an ordained pastor for 15 years in the Lutheran church. Um, I left that uh, because of a lot of things, but I to realizing that I didn't believe in the story anymore. Um, I didn't believe in the exclusivity of it, right? Like it left people out. And for yeah. me, that's not okay. And so um, from there I went, um, I was a professor for 10 years at a university teaching ethics and religion and, um, and then back into the international development world where I was an executive at a, at a, um, a nonprofit. And all of this time I've been trying to figure out how do we do this better? <laughs> how do we do this, this life, this world, this society, those big um, and small issues that keep us repeating the same history over and over and over again, both in our personal lives um, and in our professional lives. So uh, as a, you know, I'm in a career coach slash executive leadership uh, coach. And the reason that I have taken all of this great wisdom and experience and knowledge that I have into the workplace is because, you know, that's where most of us spend most of our time. And it's where we bring our energy and our skill and um, it's also where we have developed a lot of bad habits. Yeah. And so the workplaces that many of us work in um, and experience has become very toxic and poisonous, unhealthy, whatever, however you want to describe it, you know, yeah. not a fun place to be. And, and that ripples out, you know? And so if we can, if we can learn how to, change and transform the workplace we have a shot we actually have a shot at tipping the scales and bringing massive change to the whole whole world i love it and before you guys turn this off and are like wait but i don't even go into a job i work from home and i do everything remote and i'm not in the workplace anymore this applies in every area. It applies with our teams that we work with virtually. It applies with the people that we engage with on social media. Like what we're going to dig into is applicable for anyone. And I want you guys to really hear it from the space that you're at in life. Right. But mm -hmm. I have so many conversations with people who are like, I have this job. I hate the people I work with, they bring me down. They're rude. They're this, they're that. And you cannot tell me that that does not get carried into your relationships, your parenting, everything. And so whether or not you're going into a physical space to work, or you're just surrounding yourself in life with people who are toxic, who are bringing you down, who are just not giving you good energy, this is going to help. So where did you come up with Pavo navigation coaching? Let's, let's, Tell that story for a sec. Okay. Pavo is Latin for peacock. And to being gorgeous, um, cannot be poisoned. So if they ingest anything toxic, their body actually, as it digests it, breaks it down and transmutes it, transforms it, whatever word you want to use, changes it into healthy fertilizer basically awesome. right when it yeah. comes out the other end as it were um and um that's what we do at my company myself and the coaches that i've trained um we equip people with tools to go into those toxic situations and you're absolutely 100 percent right it doesn't you don't have to be nobody right now is most of us aren't in a right. um physical workspace where most of us are doing this kind of a thing and um, and um, you can apply this, uh, these tools to anything in your life and personal relationships, uh, friendships, intimate, you know, as a daughter, as a son, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then navigation is instead of manage or management. Uh, we talk about change management or managing your life or managing that next project. Um, and immediately we, we, we think of, um, because it implies it, controlling it, 
like yeah. making it happen the way you want it to happen. And we get all clenchy, you know, and um, that's where stress comes from. And that's what part of what feeds the toxicity, right? Yeah. And yeah. so the opposite of that is navigation, right? So it um, allows us to be flexible, to be nimble, to be resourceful, to pivot easily, to find that innovative solution that we just didn't think was there or people told us, nope, it's either this or it's this. But navigation allows you to find the third, fourth, or fifth um, solution to a problem when everybody else is telling you there's only one or two. And so that's what the name is, Pavo Navigation. I love it. I love what it represents. And I love just how visual that is. Like, we can be peacocks. We can bring in the toxicity and we can push out positivity and we can learn how to digest that and what to do with it. So when you're talking toxicity, you talked specifically about the story that we live by and three words specifically. So let's dig into those because I feel like, especially with everything going on, 2020 right behind us, I mean, politics, the world problems, everything, I feel like this is running people's lives right now. And so Mm -hmm. I want to really, really, really dig into this part. Yeah, great. Yes. So from all of my and my um, academics as a professor and a scholar of the the Bible, um, I have come to believe that there are three primary energies that have shaped our world today. And by that, I mean, they they have informed and shaped the structures, the foundations, the um, belief systems from how you do business to what it means to be a woman or a man, to how we do government, to what success looks like, to who is good and bad and all of that stuff. So the three energies that have shaped our world and how we live in it are fear, lack, and separation. And the opposing energies to that, which I believe is the answer we're all looking for. (laughs) And I also believe is actually the true origin story of where we have all come from are love, abundance, and unity. And because it's where we all have come from, really, we were all like created out of and through love, abundance, and unity, we only need to remember So that's what this whole process is that I do and my coaches do when we're coaching people. It's why I'm on podcasts. It's why I write articles. It's why I stand up on stages and talk to people about this is to help us all remember how do love, abundance, and unity act? How do they behave? What do they look like? How do I apply it in this situation? How do I apply it over here in this situation? How do I apply it to... Um, that deal I'm having with the, you know, my neighbor, whatever it is, wh- how do we do it? And so that's, um, that's what Pava Navigation is all about. And that's what I love to talk about. I love it. So when you're talking specifically about fear, lack, and separation, can we just kind of explain what that looks like? Like, how does that present itself when you see life through the lens of fear, lack, and separation? Mm-hmm. What does that look like versus you're looking at the same situation through love, abundance, and unity? Like, can we kind of explain that so someone can see what a difference? Absolutely. Absolutely. So the driving energy of Fliss is lack, right? It's funny because I always thought the two primary energies were fear and love right? We talk about fear all the time and we talk about love all the time. Love is the answer. Love, 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 fear, fear, fear. Um, And as a pastor, right? I'm talking about love for like 15 years. I'm preaching and I'm preaching and I'm preaching it. And I couldn't figure out why, why is this not sticking? Why is it so hard for people to, and myself included, figure out how to apply this, talk about it, really make it uh, tangible. And it wasn't until I came upon these three opposing energies, fear, lack, and separation, opposing love, abundance, and unity, that I realized that, oh, the primary driving energies are lack and abundance. 
lack, right? Think about it. It's that story of scarcity of not enough. So whenever you hear yourself saying, oh, I don't have enough time or there's not enough money or I don't have enough, which quickly and easily jumps to, I am not enough. Yeah. And I think that's the core of almost everything. Right. And that's what gives rise to fear. Yeah. Like we don't have enough. There isn't enough. So I have to protect myself and my tribe or my people, my peeps, right? Whatever. And, and so then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be afraid because I want to protect everybody that's myself included, that looks like me. And so I'm going to separate and I'm going to draw lines and boundaries and I'm going to accuse and I'm going to call you names and I'm going to, I'm going to, um, you know, take away your dignity and I'm, and your humanity so that I can not feel bad about, you know, beating you up or taking things away from you or killing you or whatever. Um, so that, that's how that works. And so then if the opposing energies, if abundance is the primary driving force, right, that is spaciousness. That is increase. That is more than enough. That is permission. That is, um, uh, that leads to love, right? Leads to all kinds of, because when we're, when we live in abundance, when we live in the belief that I don't have to try, I simply just need to show up. I don't have to prove anything. I don't have to push. I don't have to strive. I don't have to make it happen. Yeah. I can trust myself and trust the, the energies of the universe that support me and that allows me to have so much space that my heart expands, my intellect expands, my energy expands, and then I can generate love, right? Which is all kinds of love, which is um, hot and sexy and passionate love and also respect and mutuality and dignity and creativity, um, which all of that then leads to unity because we are not afraid of each other anymore. And when we look at each other, no matter what we look like, no matter what gender we are or skin color or identifying factors, um, mm-hmm. we see a reflection of ourselves. I love it. This is, it's so interesting because as you're talking about each, when you're talking about fear, lack and separation, I, you just naturally just like tense up and you're like, oh, oh yeah, that, that feels small and it feels confined and it feels just that scarcity is all around that. And then when you start to talk about abundance and love and unity, that feels freeing and it feels spacious and it feels good. And it's like, why wouldn't we want to see and live and be in this space versus this one? So I love that your whole entire coaching philosophy and everything you do for work is helping people create this. Like that's, I can see what an impact that would make. I love it. Right. And can I just make a quick comment about that is you identified it a hundred percent. Fliss paralyzes us and it makes us small Yeah, and it convinces us actually that, um, we're safer that way. Right. Um, love safe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We love safe. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then, and then love, abundance and unity, or what we have come to call Lao, is, is expansive, right? It is about increase. It is about plenty. And the question of why would we choose Fliss, because we do every day we yeah. choose it, is because we have been trained in it, right? It's the narrative of our um, culture. And it has been for thousands of years. Another name for Fliss is patriarchy or domination, power over that narrative. Um, I like Fliss better than any of those because, um, it's accessible to everyone. It's easy to see, 
Like you go, oh yeah, I see the lack and the fear and the separation. And like you said, you feel it. You feel the energy of it. Um, Patriarchy tends to be so, it's such a loaded word. And by the way, this isn't about anyone gender. It's definitely not about anyone anything. Fliss is something that every single human creature has been raised to believe is true. And, and so we stay in it because we're practiced. We're really all very good flissers. And we also believe that it is the way to profit and it's the way to, to increase. Okay. So, um, in fact, I've had clients say to me, um, well, if maybe if I'm just a little bit more intimidating, it'll be, and my, my, my team will be a little bit more afraid of me than they'll do what I'm, what I want them to do. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. So your boss is scary and you're intimidated by them. How does that work for you? Right. Like, do you like that? Is it no? Okay. So why, why do we want to keep repeating it? But we, um, all of the different iterations. So fear looks a bunch of different ways. Lack looks a bunch of different ways. Separation looks a bunch of different ways. And that's how you can identify it in your life. They all, um, they all repeat themselves over and over again, right? So lack begets lack, fear begets fear, separation begets separation. And um, we've been told that these are the way to do life and to do it well, and that this is the the road to success. Um, Even when it feels bad, we keep doing it because we've been told it's right. So then how do we help our listeners? I know you have an entire coaching program that I'm sure is so transformative. So if you're like really digging this, go, go check out, we'll, we'll help you link up to our, um, social and our pages and stuff at the end of this, but for those listening, so they can really take away something, how can they start to shift that narrative? If they're like, oh shoot, this is me. I'm fearful. I don't think I'm enough. I don't think there is enough. I don't think I have what it takes to create anything more in my life. Mm-hmm. How do we start to shift that narrative in a personal way? Yeah. Um, there's a couple foundational tools that we have at Pava Navigation. I'm going to share those with you and your listeners. You're awesome. Um, they're they're going to sound simple. And that's a good thing. Right? That's the beauty that's of gonna- it. Right. That's one yeah. of the flissy lives that lies that um, anything worth doing is hard. Right. Or it needs to be really um, complex if it if it's good. No, right. not at all. One of the guiding principles is um, for myself. And this is also very lowy is grace and ease. Um, so as I've been building Pablo Navigation, if I am in a place where I'm feeling stressed, I'm feeling, um, I'm noticing my, my body, my somatic indicators, like I have butterflies in my tummy, my chest is tight, or I feel like waves of heat washing over me, whatever your somatic indicators are, um, they are triggered in our bodies to help us, right? To help yeah. us realize, oh crap, I'm telling an old story. Um, like everything has to be hard. This ha- I have to push really hard. If you know, put your shoulder into it, you know, like. And um, so as I've been building Papa Navigation, if I'm feeling any of those triggers in my body and I'm realizing, oh, I'm in that hard story. We call it the story of hard. Um, then I can't. I I pause and breathe. And I know this sounds like, duh, breathe. Okay. But really we don't take advantage of this very natural, um, tool that all of us have in our bodies and that is to breathe and it recalibrates us. Right. So whenever you're feeling any of those indicators of stress or fear, anxiety, um, I like to put my hand on my heart, but you don't have to, Um, and just take three deep breaths. I counsel my clients, if you're in a tough conversation with your boss or with one of your direct reports, you could, you don't have to respond right away. If you're feeling flissy, like take a, take a beat, you know, take that breath and know that it will recalibrate you. And then in terms of the story of heart, I ask myself, Um, do I have to do this? 
like, do I really have to do this thing that feels so hard? Um, and sometimes the answer is like, no, you really don't have to do it. The only reason you're doing it is because somebody else told you you had to like right. write a business plan that looks a certain <laughs> way. Right. Yeah. Which I, I hated. And so <laughs> I was like, do I have to do this? And finally gave myself permission. You hear the loud there. I gave myself permission to say, maybe the business plan doesn't have to be written before I start the business. And that was like such a huge opening for me. And from there, Pava Navigation has, has expanded, right? It's blossomed. Um, it's not that I don't do the business plan, but I ended up doing it very differently because I gave myself permission not to right. do it the way everybody told me I had to do it. Um, if the answer to your question of, do I have to do this? If the answer is yes, okay, yes, you do have to do this. Okay, then the next question is, okay, Show me how to do this easy. How can I do this easily? There has to be an easy way for this. And just asking the question, I kid you not, will open up your own energy to find it, to see how you can do it easily. Because um, that's way more empowering. How can I do this easily? Yeah. That, right? So it way goes back to asking yourselves different questions and just that's how you get different answers. I love that. Absolutely. I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you another example. Uh, one of my clients was like, Ugh, I know I need to redo my resume and I just don't, I just haven't done it. I don't know what's blocking me. And they're like, I put away, I put two hour blocks in my calendar and then I go, oh, let me go do this for my son or, oh, let me go do this <laughs> here. Or let me. And so I said, break it up into 30 minute segments. And they were like, what? I'm like, yeah, two hours is too many, too much. Like nobody wants yeah. to sit for two hours and do something they don't want to do. Break it up into 30 minute segments and have some time in between, go for a walk, go, go play with your kid, do whatever. And they wrote me two days later and they're like, oh my gosh, it worked like a charm. Here's my resume. Take a look at it. I was like, that's I love awesome. It. Right? That's you guys, that's like, okay. This is applicable for everyone who's listening right now, because we all have things in life that regardless of if we want to do it or not, it just needs to get done. There's just going to be certain things that need to get done, whether that's in your business, whether that's in adulting, what, whatever. So how can you do it in a way that feels good to you? This is so important, even in the industry of like network marketing or, or branding yourself, or there's going to be certain things that you're like, gosh, this is scary and uncomfortable. And I don't even like to do this. Maybe it's sending invites. I don't like to send invites, but it needs to get done, right? You need to do these certain activities to build your business. So how can you do it in a way that feels good to you? Maybe you crank the music up. Maybe you create a space in your favorite room in the house and you light a candle, or maybe you get in the bath and you only do invites from the bath when it feels good. And you're in this <laughs> happy space. There's a way to do the things in a way that feels good to you. And I think this is so crucial because yep. you can only do things you hate for so long. You can I, only make yourself do things you hate for so long. So we've got to figure out how to enjoy the most essential things that have to get done. And that's such a simple question that we can ask ourselves. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I, you're hundred percent correct. And just listen to how much came out of what identifying one flissy story, which is right. everything needs to be hard. That's worth doing. Right. And then shifting away from the story of hard saying like, actually, I don't want to live like that. I don't yes. want to feed that and make it bigger. So I'm going to shift away from it. And I'm going to tell a new story, which is the story of easy. Yeah. Like, things can be easy. And then look at how, how much spaciousness and room and permission came out yeah. of that that will absolutely re-energize your life. Because the truth is, is when we're doing stuff that we hate to do or that we don't like to do it, and when we're pushing and proving mm -hmm. and all of that, the energy is like, Egh. Yeah, and it's, that transfers 100%. It transfers 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and so actually, when we're creating from Lao, right? With when the energy is like you said, like in the bathtub with your candles and your smelly stuff, like that smells good. Like when we're, when we're energizing from that place, that positive, that, um, that expansive energy goes into everything that we're doing. So if you're sending invites from a happy place, that energy is going to go out with those invites 
And that will attract and manifest and expand and increase your business, as opposed to if you're sending it from, I hate doing this, but I have to, right? Then that's also going to go out with your um, invites. And so, yeah, which one do we want? <laughs> I want the loud. Good Thank energy. you very much. So what we just did there, the identifying the story of hard, um, both like in our bodies, because the, our bodies trigger the, the um, somatic indicators is what we call them, right? Um, which I helped us identify like, oh, I'm telling the story of hard. That's why I'm feeling this way. And yeah. then choosing not to feed that, shifting to say, I want to tell a new story that feels better, right? And has um, energy that I really want to put out into the world. And so then choosing to tell the story of easy, that whole process right there is a foundational tool for, for you to use. And you can use it forever because <laughs> you will always have, we will always have narratives come up that we have known and been told is true our whole lives. Yeah. Like there's not enough, like I'm not safe, like um, I have to prove my worth all the time, like I'm not good enough. All of those stories, they show up. Um, and when you can recognize them, name them, right? Identify them and say, I don't want to feed that and then shift and say, okay, what, what do I want to feed? What, and what story do I want for my life? What do I want to create? Because stories are so powerful. Yeah. The stories we tell create the life that we live in. hundred percent. And we get, and yeah. we get, and I love that you talked about the fact that you can literally just recognize it, recognize it's not serving you and then shift the story and live by that one instead. Cause it really is like, oh, but most of us don't even have the awareness capacity to understand, oh, this is what's happening. Like, this is what's going on. This is why I'm doing these things. This is why I feel that way. And so this alone, understanding all of this is just going to really empower people. Yeah, absolutely. I have um, this metaphor that I call the narrative closet. And I say that each one of us has our own narrative closet, right? And we started filling this narrative closet up the day we were born, right? And the closet is full of, well, narratives, <laughs> stories <laughs> that we've been given from our parents, from our teachers, our coaches, our religious leaders, our friends, our political leaders, you know, it just goes on and on, right? And those stories tell us um, about who we are and how the world works, what's possible, what's not possible, what's good, bad, who's good, bad, all those things. And these stories are like, you know, they're like clothes. We wear them. We wear them every day. We step into them, even if they're too small and tight and they squeeze us. You know how that feels when you're like oh, yeah. getting clothes that are too tight. It's I'm awful, very right? weeks pregnant. I know exactly how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you do. You're almost there. Um, and um, so, or if they're too big and heavy and they weigh on us, like, but we can't choose to take them off until we see the closet. I love it. So the minute we notice and recognize, oh, this is just a story yeah. about how I have to look or about I'm not beautiful unless I'm. 20 and a size four, like, right. Like these are, oh, these are just stories. And the reason that's so freeing, right. Is because we can rewrite stories. You can just take off the coat. You can take off the that's coat. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. You can take off the coat. It. You can clean out your closet. Right. And the way you clean out your closet is by bringing what you mentioned earlier, which was your awareness. Mm -hmm. Awareness is like the first step to making that shift from flissiness into Lao, right? Yeah. That's awareness because you need to be able to see the stories that you have and that, that um, 
shape you. Oh, let me just say one thing quickly. Yeah. None of this is in judgment, right? So um, that's another tool, actually. When you catch yourself being judgmental, either of yourself or of somebody else, you know that you're in fliss, right? And the thing about judgment is what we're, we, we usually, we're judging something because we don't like it, mm -hmm. right? Or we, we either don't like it about ourselves or we don't like it about somebody else, or we don't like how we feel in this situation with somebody else. So we're, but, so we're judging it. Mm -hmm. The thing about judgment is it's sticky energy. And so we're judging something we don't like, but because we're judging it, it, stick, it, it keeps us stuck in that which we are judging. That makes sense? Yeah. So we're judging it because we don't like it, but then ironically, the judgment like keeps us in it. Yeah. That's like comparison. Yeah. A negative. And comparison. how toxic that is. Totally caustic. Exactly. And so whenever we talk about identifying fliss, the flissy stories or flissy behavior, um, it's never done in judgment because we are all trained in it, man. <laughs> like yeah. we're all really good flissers. And so the language that we use at Pablo Navigation is to say, um, apply just your observational truths right? Just bring your lenses of observation because observation is benign and neutral. It's just, you're just naming something for what it is. Oh, I am in the story of hard right now. Right. Okay, cool. Do you want to stay there? No. All right. Shift. All right. And so it's a, it's like, um, this practice of this retelling the stories and shifting is like a, it's a muscle, you know, and like any muscle that hasn't been used for a while, it's going to take a minute to strengthen it. So it's really about practice and really giving yourself all kinds of space and room to do it in and to build that muscle up with. Yeah. And that's where the grace comes in, right? Giving yourself so much grace. I love that you even mentioned that I am in this space of doing this, not I am this, not I am judgmental. I am unworthy. I am. It's, I am in the space of feeling unworthy. I'm going to shift it. I am worthy. I am capable. I am. And you literally can just learn how to separate those feelings and those identities that we have placed upon ourselves. And we literally live by those are the stories, the identities. And then we just get to change the narrative, shift the story and live a different way, which will obviously help you feel completely different. And that's what we all want anyways, is those feelings. Yeah. I love absolutely. it. And, um, even in the midst of the craziness, shall we call it of <laughs> the current time that we're living in, you know, 2020, and that's just rolled right on into 2021. Yeah. Um, even in the midst of all of that, you can ground yourself in the love, abundance, and unity, even as you're pointing out and witnessing the fear of lack and separation that's swirling all around us. And look, it is. Like, I, I, I want to make it credible. I mean, it absolutely is. It's like, um, it's like in our faces screaming at us, right? And um, this tool works in that situation too. See it, name it through observation, which is hard to do because like we're so divided as a, as a nation, it's hard not to bring the judgment. Yeah. Um, but remember, anytime you're doing that, you're making it bigger. And so the, the bigger the separation gets, um, the greater the lack story gets and the greater the fear gets. So um, when we are uh, pointing our fingers at mm -hmm. the other, and being in judgment on them, we're actually increasing the fliss for everybody. Yeah. So if you think about fliss as a monster, you're just feeding the monster, you're just making it bigger. Mm -hmm. So you can identify it in um, through your observation lenses and then choose, I don't wanna feed that and make it bigger. So how can I 
make a choice in this particular situation from love, abundance, and unity. Yeah. And I will tell you, just asking that question, just making that shift, like choosing not to feed the fliss monster and asking, how do I, how do I make a loud choice right now? Mm-hmm. Just making that shift and asking the question already takes energy away from fliss and it already feeds Lao. Even if you feel like I didn't get a great answer, I don't really know what the answer is. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is. That's okay. Because again, we don't, we're not very good at love, abundance, and unity. We're yeah. with, and so it's going to take a minute to get that answer easily. Okay. That's, that's, I mean, and that's something everyone can do. So that's awesome. That's tangible. We can take that away and we can apply it to everything that's going on right now, which is only going to help. So hopefully share this with all your friends so we can get the word out more yeah. love, more abundance, more unity. That's what we all need right now. Um, do you have any, as we're closing out, do you have any daily practices that you found? I know you talked about breath work and how powerful that is and how, how you utilize that. Do you have any daily practices that you found have just really helped you just kind of step into this space, make it a priority, just, just helped, just helps you. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned, um, earlier when we were talking about the story of easy to maybe create a sacred space. Well, you didn't say sacred space. You said a special space. And and I wrote down sacred space. Um, any kind of ritual that you can set up for yourself that feeds your own personal experience of abundance, right. Of increase of expansion is um, an important thing for you to do. Uh, I also want to say, Lao, you know, Fliss is a a very um, sneaky energy. And so it can really turn something that we start with intention for Lao, it can turn it into Fliss really quickly. So like you, you, you decide I'm going to do this ritual every day because that's going to feed my Lao energy and stuff. And then you don't do it and you go, Oh, Amy, Joe, you suck. Why didn't you do it? You go, oh, you terrible, man. You, you never fall through on anything. No, no, no. And so, um, then it gets turned into a weapon, right? Against yes. you. So all of this is, um, the invitation is to do it in grace and in spaciousness and giving yourself permission to not have a one right way that it looks or that you do it, right? And so um, I, there's a couple things that I do uh, all the time. So I have like um, on my desk, I have like an array of um, little crystals or rocks or gems that I just like hold on to throughout the day when I'm in meetings and I'm talking to people. And the reason why I have them is because they remind me that I am from love, abundance, and unity because we're all from this earth. We're all from this planet and this universe. And it reminds me that my wisdom does not just come from my intellect, but it comes from my whole person. 
right? My whole self, which means um, I don't need to push or stress or try. I simply need to reconnect with my whole self and trust that that will then give me the quote unquote answer that I'm looking for. Um, so, and then the second piece of creating a sacred space is somewhere in your home or in your office or um, wherever you spend most of your time, um, if you can create a space that is just for you, this means like, whether it's beautiful, um, because you like to look at it, you have some fresh flowers there, you um, have a picture that you love, or whatever it is that makes it sacred. Sacred just means set apart. That's yeah. all that means, right? Um, you can use that space to, to go sit in for five minutes and breathe. You can use that space to... Um, uh, we have a tool that we give to clients that's called... the. It's, end of the day head dump uh, where you just before you close your computer out you just you just write everything down that's on your mind and it doesn't even have to be about work it can be about anything mm -hmm. and then put that I, I invite people to to get like a head dump journal but um close it and put it in that sacred space because that sacred space then reminds you that again you are connected to something much bigger than all of these things you just listed in your in your book that you that have a tendency to paralyze us or get in our way or 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 um you know muck us up muck, muck our our ability to relax and re regenerate at the end of the day so um the sacred space and like little um crystals or rocks or um a piece of wood anything that connects you back to the earth have that around your desk um, and, um, when you're feeling, when you feel again, those somatic triggers, when you feel any of those triggers that are like, <gasps> um, grab, grab one of them and hold them and remember I'm not in this alone. And, and there's an energy of love, abundance, and unity that's so much bigger than this meeting that I'm having right now. It's cool. I love that. I love that. Such simple things that each of us can apply. And I love the idea that when you get connected to your whole self, that's obviously stemming from the 100% belief that you're already enough. You're already, you're already enough. And I think so many times when we get in that stressful, anxious, fearful state, it's where we're grasping and we're reaching and we're, how can we do this? And we're not there yet. And how can we, and it's that less than, and and never enough. And, and, and you literally can just live in that space and it's so debilitating. So just having these simple daily rituals that Amy Jo does just as that simple daily reminder, I am whole, I am enough. I am capable. I am here. And now how can I serve people? How can I show up my best self? How can I give, how can I, and all of those things, obviously, I, I mean, like I just busted those out off the top of my head and those were abundant words, right? You didn't hear any sort of lack or scarcity or fear. It's just so interesting how all of that kind of mm -hmm. takes off from, from the next. Right. I love, it. I love what you do. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, and do we have time for me to throw one more tool out? Yeah, for sure. You just did it. You just described the tool and it's, um, again, simple. You could kind of getting a theme with me, simple, easy, graceful, right? Simple and easy. I'm all about that. Yeah. Um, and this tool is just called, I am that. And, um, you just said, I am whole, I'm enough. I'm capable. I am here. I am that, that is a tool right there. And so before, if you're heading into a meeting that you're anxious about, if you're getting ready to have a difficult conversation with your partner or with your child or whatever, like it is um, a great exercise to have like a three by five card or sticky note or something near you on your desk and just write, I am that, and then write whole enough capable here. I am that. And then you can just, you set it near you and you can, you say it to yourself. Like those words have power. I am that I am whole. I am that. I am capable. I am that. I am here. I am that. Right. And you can, again, apply that to any words 
that you want to affirm inside of yourself about who you are. It's just I another way to get it in, get it back in and remember yourself to yourself. Yeah. To the core, all the core stuff. That's where everything comes from. Yep. Absolutely. I love it, Amy Joe. I love it. I love this conversation. I loved the nuggets that I was able to take away. I hope our listeners just got so much value from this. Help them find you. Where can they connect with you on social media, on your website, all yeah. the things? So the easiest way to connect with me is through my website. And that is www.pavonavigation.com. Perfect. Uh, if you go there, you can find me, just go to the contact us and shoot me an email and I will get back to you. Um, and would love to hear from anybody who wants to explore more about the um, way, the easy ways <laughs> to shift from Fliss into Lao. I love it so much. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here. I know I got so much value. I'm sure that our listeners did too. You guys make sure that you share your favorite nuggets. The only way that our podcast gets shared and talked about is by you guys sharing what you're loving about it, what you're learning, the value that you're getting. So every single day when y'all tag me and share your 15 second nuggets, it literally brings me so much joy because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is worth it. Yes, this is speaking to them. They're getting something out of it. It just means so much. So thank you for doing that. Remember at Micah Folsom Fit, you can tag me there. Amy Jo, are you on Instagram so they could tag you when they no. share? No, you're not. I'm not. I know. <laughs> I know. I need to, and I just haven't. Oh, so it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> just tag me, and I'll send her some screenshots so she'll know <laughs> that they're speaking to him. But you guys, thanks for hanging out for another week, and we will see you back here next week. Talk soon. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.